Hey y'all, with our podcast currently in the works, we're releasing the edited audio from our charity stream in November with Aram Vartian, Mackenzie Wilkes, and Matt LaRosa, one of our current players. Our bonus content is going to consist of the speeches from our intros and outros, maybe some extra speeches as well, a little bit of a dive into the history that we're going to be using, any inspiration behind the history that we're going to be putting out that's not actually correlated with anything in history books, just something we made up on our own. And anything else we'll post about on our social platforms. And other than that, have a wonderful day. Hello, hello, welcome to the stream. So before we get started, just a few things. Just going to thanks for the follow. Um, just a few things before we get started. We're just going to go over a little bit of the outline for tonight. So to go with that, we're just gonna bring in our guest. Hello everybody, how are we tonight? What's up, what's up? Hey. Alright guys, so we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. So before we get started with uh, D&D, why don't you guys introduce yourself. Uh, who you are, what do you do? Um, okay, I, I guess I'll go first. Um, my name is Matt. Um, one of uh, Brian's friends here. And uh, I, I don't know, I mean... I mostly work. That's that's what I tend to do. But um, I also stream, so uh, we're allowed to do some shameless self-promotion here. Oh, you are. Um, you are allowed to do that. Beautiful. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Twitch at LaRoserade. L-A-R-O-S-E-R-A-D-E. Just put a lie in front of the Pokemon Roserade's name. Um, what you'll see from me is a bunch of, like... Uh, when I finally get back into streaming. League of Legends, Pokemon, all that good stuff. Alright, awesome. Mackenzie, who are you? What do you do? Awkward! <laughs> Alright, I guess I'll introduce myself. I'm the proprietor of the stream for tonight. I'm Ryan, also known as as Prorar had Drawrar or Twitter, or you can call me Nerdy Durgan, whatever you guys want to call me. And everything. So the main point of this stream is to raise money for a wonderful charity known as the American Preve the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So pretty much what they do is they work alongside the people from the hotline and everything. They actually have training and everything going on as well. So just want to make sure that we actually help them out a little bit, give them a little money to actually keep their organization going because they do a lot of wonderful stuff. Alright, so a few simple things that we're going over. So to start off, around 5.30 EST or 4.30 CST, we're actually going to be heading into a cringy 3.5 transposed into 5th edition for a, um old campaign that I've written out when I was a wee little DM. Oh wow, it's actually... I, I forgot that it was translated from 3.5. Yeah, I transposed everything over the past few days to actually get it going. So pretty much we're going to be starting off with that today. And then going along with that, we also have the current campaign that I'm working on. That's been about two years in works right now. 
So the main thing is just trying to get everything working for that and making sure that it all goes smoothly and knowing how D&D works and all the mannerisms and everything, I know everything is going to go perfectly off the rails. <laughs> I was about to say, if, I swear to God, if you say that it's going to go perfectly perfect, you'd be lying. No, it never goes perfect. So I just wanted to say hey to all four viewers that we have for tonight. Just wanted to give you a little shout out in the chat and everything. Thanks for watching. So we're just waiting for the rest of our party to connect for right now. But until then, if you guys have any questions or anything, just feel free to uh, put them in stream and then we'll answer them to the best of our ability. Beautiful, beautiful. I just put out a nice little thing on Twitter. So anyone that is following me hopefully sees it and decides to actually come and watch. Yep. Shout out to any of you guys watching from work right now. <laughs> just make sure that the managers aren't around or make sure that they are watching with you or if you're off shift nice <laughs> oh wait it's pre-shift right now watch it during pre-shift don't say anything just no, uh, leave it, it playing in the background i was gonna say pre-shift's probably just ending right now <laughs> getting getting all my dice set up and ready to go <laughs> all my dice are already set up i am super excited to get this started Oh my god, it's going to be amazing to play again. I haven't played in a good while. I'm super ready. I got my dice here. Your entire... Your entire armory of dice? My uh, battalion of dice, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello. Hi. What up, what yeah. up? Sorry, my computer's being weird, so I'm on my phone until I can figure out my computer. <laughs> it's okay, no problem. So, just going around the table introducing everyone. So, who are you? What do you do? Um, my name is Mackenzie Wilkes, and I do podcasts and streams. Uh, right now, I am on a stream and podcast called Rise of the Demigods. Um, and I also do a podcast called Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice. Those are my two main things. I'm also just started doing a stream with experience points, uh, okay. a Starfinder stream that's been really fun. Um, that's kind of what I do. I'm at. I'm on all social media at McKinsey Will. All right, awesome. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at at p r a r r h e n d r r a r r a r. Don't, don't ask me to why. pronounce it. It's very difficult, but I got that name from one of the name maker websites for generation generating names. It's like I am choosing this. Why though? <laughs> why not? Or you can search me up on Twitter at Nerdy Durgan as well. Nerdy underscore Durgan. You can find it on the stream underneath on the little diddly do. Underneath in the info, we have the uh, suicide hotline number, and we also have it flashed on screen right now for you guys, up top underneath the bar of our donation goal, which is $1,000. So if you feel so inclined, feel free to donate to this wonderful cause and everything, and if you or someone you know is dealing with anything, depression, thoughts of suicides, or anything, just please reach out to them. They're there to talk to you 24-7, and make sure that you're there and okay. Hello, welcome to the stream. People are joining. Oh man. 
I know. I didn't know if I was supposed to uh, talk yet. Hi. No, it's perfectly okay. We're just uh, introducing everything, so we're not starting gameplay till 5:30 EST. So this is the point in time where we could basically do a little bit of Q and A with chat, which isn't really going on right now. Awesome. But just uh, introducing everyone. So who are you? What do you do? My name is Aram, and I am the producer of a pair of podcasts uh, slash streams called God's Fall and Rise of the Demigods. I always... You mean you and Mackenzie work together on Rise of the Demigods? I know. I do. Well, she tolerates me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You have no idea how long I've been waiting for you to say that live. <laughs> like, I know that you guys tolerate each other so much. I'm just waiting for... I'm just waiting for that one day when Slugs just decides to go a wall or something, or more than he already does. Because I know he got pulled down by the yes. spoilers, super spoilers. Yep. Super so spoilers. He got pulled down by something, and yes. now it's like, oh god, I have to wait. But if you're a Patreon on Patreon.com/Vartian, you can get early access to all these episodes, DMs, notes, and original art. Correct, correct. Yeah, I can't wait for everyone to hear the outcome of slugs. Poor slugs. I, I'm glad <laughs> you mentioned where it left off so I didn't say what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. No, it's I, always hard when you're ahead. I, I am, it's very funny how you joke that I tolerate you when I am the person who I will go to the ends of the earth for your NPCs. I love yes. you and them all so much. It's so true. They're it's all so dens for you, so I'm like, I must protect them at all costs. Must protect... I feel like I'm the stand-in for Kylu right now because I sent around a picture of my tea collection last yes. night. I feel like that's what it's he would perfect. have in the chest. 100% he would. I want to know where Kylu is. Is he opening his, like, you know, his freaking store like tea store i guess who knows oh, maybe would it be amazing if you're just off doing nothing like he just stepped away from everything and was just like leading a good life well pretty yeah, much right? from what i heard and all the mannerisms that were happening within the podcast pretty much i just imagined him just off doing his own thing because it was really chill in his mannerisms and his tonalities yeah. when he was speaking and everything and yeah, with the way that he guys actually played voices. it out yeah. it was yeah, he could, way different he could have evolved into that i i, I uh, it took me a while to find him so, like, I think the first character was very regal and British, but there was too much of that. So then he just became, like, generic. And then he became, like, kind of surfer dude. <laughs> like, like, there was a weird... Song. Dude, song. <laughs> I thought Ryle would be the surfer dude, not Kylo. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was it... You know, I think I confused those two a lot in my head. You do. To, to be totally honest. Yeah. But Slugs yeah. is super easy. Yeah. Like, I absolutely yeah. love the Slugs voice. Kree I, is I very, very nervous and everything. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I found if you go to some extreme, it makes it easy. Like, yeah. Slugs is fair. And, like, no one's going to confuse who that is. Like, that is a real easy voice to pick up. That is Slugs. No, one, yeah. no one's going to get confused, yet every goblin we meet sounds like that. <laughs> right? Every goblin sounds exactly like Slugs. But, no, I am pretty sure that Ryle did start out as, like, a surfer bro, and, and now he's, like, a oh British guy. Oh, my God, guy. he did. Oh, he did. did. Yeah, I really should return him to being a surfer bro. It was just better. But dude, like brawls right. are like totally chill. Right, exactly. Except that that's the voice that Russ did when he came on and played Sodron. So I can't go to that now because that's already been established. Oh boy. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm prying into you guys with this. It's supposed to be streamed about the thing and now we're going into Rise, but I'm like, perfectly fine I'm, with that. This is just I'm a not... time to get everything down, like everything out. 
Yeah, I've got five Dang. voices. That's the truth. I have exactly five voices. I have, <laughs> a, I have one voice. It sort of sounds like this, a little bit um, somewhat sophisticated, maybe a little bit nervous, but he's still uh, trying. Nice. I love very, it. very airy. But I yeah, wish totally. I could pull the Matt Mercer immediate. But oh, oh like I can't. Yeah, I can't. God amongst men, okay. <laughs> the airiness gives me big Mr. Burns vibes, you know. Smithers, yes. release the hounds. That's the Smithers. best I can do. I'm sorry. Smithers, release the hounds. I don't have one. <laughs> uh, you're waiting for uh, me. I don't have one. I have two I'm dogs. They're both downstairs. Voices. Um, however, like. The voices that I have are not like the greatest. <laughs> I can I can do a bunch of different voices, hey, but I'm not a professional. I'm just here yeah, to exactly. basically have fun. The whole point of D and D, the way I see it, is it's a collaborative effort to create a story. And if your players work with you or against you to create that story, it gets even better than when you first expected. Totally. So I did want to preface here that we're going through a few things. So we're going to be going through the cringy notes that I have transposed from 3-5. We're doing the 5-E checks, not the 3-5 checks, and everything. Then afterwards, okay, cool. we're going to be jumping into our um, main line, which is something that's been in the works for about over two years, and that Matt has seen me pull out at work at least Oh my god, the amount of times... The amount of times I have seen this man working on this campaign at work is just insane. And then later on, we're actually going to be doing a little sneak peek. So I think you guys are first hearing about this now. So I'm actually in the works of creating my own original podcast. Nice. So basically the whole premise is it's the early 19, late 1930s, early 1940s. It's on the verge of near the end of the stock market crash of 22. There was no crash of housing yet. That's very far down the line and everything. But the main thing is they're going to try to figure out how to go through these specific trials and tribulations. There might be some Call of Cthulhu-esque items through. I have the source books ready to go. So... There's going to be a lot of that in there played later, but it's going to be a lot of psychological but should be a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yep. So Matt knew about this for I don't even know how long, but the only thing is, we don't have a name yet. So if oh, you guys yeah. have a name, or chat if you have a name in mind for a basic uh, World War II style show, lay it on me. Yeah, honestly. We're here until whenever this is over, so whenever something pops up, I'll take it's a look. World, it's World War II Call of Cthulhu? Um, kind of, sort of. I kinda, really love of. the um, books and everything. Like just the little nuances from the investigation side of things. I wouldn't really make it horror. I really loved how in um, Octoon Cthulhu... They pretty much had a lot of propaganda, like the black and the white type of propaganda, which is either the right or the wrong, and then there's the gray morality and everything, like that yeah. sort of stuff. Like the inner layers is what I really want to work with, sort of get the nitty gritty of the personalities. 
If it's World War II gray morality, call it gloomers. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> Are we playing Quiplash right now? Right, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take gloomers for 500, Bob. Mm-hmm. I think you get some votes. There are going to be some boots. Uh, so I'm like looking over my character and I thought I would have a transmuter stone and I don't. Uh, oh, I should probably pull my character up. <laughs> um, You guys might want to pull your characters up. I'm just yeah. saying it might help I'm... a little bit to maybe know what's going on, but it's not entirely specific. It's not necessary. Yeah, we're all pretty creatives. We can figure out things on our own, right, guys? Oh, shoot. I need dice, too. Hang on. Wait, I'm right back. <laughs> hold right up. Hold up. You run two podcasts, but the moment you Don't need have your dice, dice ready. are they all at the... I think they're all at the table. He usually has a giant bowl of them or this huge bag that sits, like, next to me every recording. basically <laughs> just gets in your way. Yep, no, next I to have, you. Well, and I have to get my good dice. I had to get my very special dice that my players uh, surprised me with. Because oh. I can't, I can't play without, I can't play without them, uh, Mackenzie. Even though they make me roll like shit. <laughs> I know. I sit next to you, and Nikki gets mad at me because I can see all of Aram's rolls. And, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah. You simply cannot help yourself either. You have to. Look. You're, you're, you're more to my side because RV is so spread out. The oh, RV is all the way over there, and you are all the way over there, maybe about three and a half feet apart from each other. Well, also, RV brings like 18 dice trays and 32 sets of dice every single recording. <laughs> I'm so honestly not surprised, room. because Janice, right. that's his own excuse. Oh. Also, he needs room for his, uh, you know, all the fans to whip out, so, <laughs> so it's yeah. going to be a lot. How many fans does he have? So far, like, we've seen three, right? Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah we've seen three. And there's, there's no way that's all of them. So, uh, so there's definitely more. Yeah. So I actually have a new set of dice. Have you guys heard of the unicorn dice? No, but I'm all, I'm already in. Well, <laughs> no, I, I think those are the are those the cone ones. Um, they're not the cone ones. They're actually normal polyhedrals. I do have cones. Uh, I also have a D30 that I could roll later for some major shenanigans. It sounds a little nice. bit like it sounds the D30 is a golf ball. It's literally. Yeah. Yeah, but at least it stops. Like I had, I remember when the D one one hundreds first came out a long time ago. Oh, and everyone got one and rolled them, and we'd all wait five minutes for it to stop rolling. All right, so I I gotta test this because I need to see how my dice are gonna roll today. This first okay. roll will determine how my dice are actually gonna roll today. Okay. Okay, roll for dice. That's a twelve. Okay, so it's gonna be mediocre today. Okay, perfect. All right. Let me see. I'll roll my twenty. That's a natural one, so that lines up perfectly. Awesome. All right, I'm going to roll real quick. I got a five, so let's see how that yeah. goes tonight. This is going to be interesting. I got, like, an 18, so... Uh... There you go. Okay, so, Mackenzie, you're going to be carrying us. That's right. That is not I, I, anything new. I'm rolling, like, the first set I ever bought myself special. I got, like, Indigan Agate Stone for myself, like, forever ago, and I've never oh, really gotten so to use them. And I bought them for this character because I really wanted to play her. Right. And, um, and yeah, because her name is Agate. So I was like, yes, That's now so is cool. the time to roll these. Perfect. 
Alright, awesome. So our last player is going to be joining us at about 5.30 EST, so we have some more time to sort of get everything set up and sort of get everything out there. Cool. Going on to... Um, Ryan, did we want to, like, do any insight as to our characters, or did we want to wait for everyone to kind of, like, find that out as we play? Um, you guys are going to find out. Are you the metagaming pigeon, Matt? No, I'm just asking if we want to, like, kind of introduce our characters, Not you yet. know? We technically didn't start D&D yet. Right now, it's still uh, prep work and everything. That's... Nope, that's fair. That's why I wanted to ask before anything. Can I ask you all one thing? I'm going to hit this mute button midway through my speech, and tell me if it actually works. So I'm talking now, and now I'm going to hit... Perfect. Hitting unmute again. It works? Beautiful. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. I set up the uh, stream deck with a little mute button. Oh, oh so, nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then I also set up with like an audio a switch so I can jump out of headphones and jump back in, but I didn't know, I didn't know if it even worked. Hey, it's all right. It's always good to figure this out. This is what this is what tech. testing is for. So, so I used to, at, our, at Matt and I's current job and everything, I used to be a trainer. So one of the biggest thing was test your check tech. Your tech. Check totally. your, always your tech. check your tech. Totally. Yeah, I've been having to do a lot of that because I just switched from from Mac to PC for the first time in almost sixteen years. Gotcha. How you so like it? Uh, well, I mean, the rig that I bought is a beast. I'm not gonna lie. Like, like I, I this is the first computer I've ever built. I bought all the components I needed. I bought it to live for a long time and to edit video and to stream and to everything else. And I am stunned how powerful. It is. I'm also shocked at how good Windows 10 is. It's it's just. I mean, the, the last Windows I used was atrocious, and this is actually pretty great. All right, awesome. So along with this channel, I also have another streaming channel called uh, Mac Twitch. I'm actually the head secretary for a gaming clan that's actually trying to go pro. Oh, cool. And everything. So pretty much our games are as follows. We have Rainbow Six Siege. We have uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. We have Overwatch. But right now, that's a little eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. With the thing going yeah. on. Anything Blizzard related yeah. is kind of eh right now. Yep. Um, we also have a League. We're adding... We're going to be adding Rocket League soon. We have Fortnite, but no application. We have Apex Legends, which I think is a major cringe fest. And it's one of the quickest games I ever played. Oh... <laughs> So if you ever want to uh, hop in with me on any of those games, definitely let me know. I am absolutely I... atrocious at Apex Legends, but I can do okay. decent with uh, Pathfinder. I could definitely run all of that now, but I can't. I've never played any of them, so, <laughs> so it'd it's be interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's it'd okay. be real interesting. If you want, I mean, if you want an anchor, <laughs> if you want a lead weight, I'm your man. <laughs> right. So it's funny too because um, when uh, the gaming clan actually first started up, I. I was a part of it, and like I still support it fully, but I was uh, kind of overseeing all the league stuff, but because work kind of picked up for me, I kind of had to like step back from that. So hopefully at some point um, come time that I actually have time to dedicate to it, I can kind of like join back up and go with all the league stuff because I fucking love league, and I'm so hyped that World's Finals is next week. Awesome. I'm just giving you guys a preface as well, as this stream is rated for mature audiences, so we're going to keep it yes. as mature, yes. if need be, and everything, so this way you guys already know, and those who are watching right now at work and want to say hello, and make sure that the OMs are not over your shoulder right now. Turn around! 
<laughs> I bet I probably just scared one or two people right there. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Especially in especially in GS, I would be very excited and yeah. completely off my chair right now and everything if I just scared someone in the starter room. <laughs> like we have well, a hostess system I'll... where there's people in the back and everything, seeing the people in the front. And everything, so it basically seems like it's automatic, but it's not really automatic. Spoiler alert. Awesome. I would look for me. You know, I would be willing to try any game. I was uh, testing the system for, for what it could actually do, so I'm willing to, you know, like, I, I want to put in games that will, like, break it. Like, you know, see if I can really break it, so I'm down. Got it. Um, you yeah. can... Uh... Later on, I can always uh, send you my stuff, but I'm going to hold off for now and everything. I sure, might create a course. Steam group later. Nice. For this as well. So every now and then, I'm going to be checking the actual donation to see if we got anything. So right now, we are at $0.00. So we're slowly getting to our goal. Yeah. Well, baby, well, you have to start somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere. So. True. This is the first really big thing that I planned. Like I've been planning this since maybe late September. Yeah. I was going to say, it's been yeah. since at the very least september that you kind of approached me about this too so yeah and it's amazing now we're actually here right now yeah it's like i actually can't believe this right now i'm super excited to play with you guys i've been listening awesome. to too, all because... your guys' stuff for so long now and it's just amazing that i can even talk to you guys right now so i really appreciate that like you well, guys thank are you so much really for having inspiration. us on. thank you guys for actually being able to participate too like uh, yeah, this totally. is something that me and Ryan have been looking forward to Ryan more so, especially working with you guys. Cause I'll, I'll be honest. I, I don't know what your guys' podcast is. You but should just imagine the best podcast you've ever heard. And that's us. That's when both of those things. <laughs> I remember the most recent it's episode. Funny too. It's funny too because Ryan's the one who actually got me into D and D in the first place. Yeah. Would you like to tell the story real quick of that? So, we were hanging out in the um, cafeteria of our college, and um, I mean, I had heard of Dungeons and Dragons in the past, but I was like, huh, "That's some nerd shit. I'm never gonna do that uh, or anything like that." But then Ryan convinced me to like eh, just just make a character. Just see how it is. And he took me through the process. We built it on a 3-5 uh, way of building characters, which uh, I'm after playing 5th for so long, I'm just like, why would I ever start with 3-5? Same here. Like, honestly, that's what we started with. <laughs> My was insisting, oh, let's start on 5. It's like, no, let's start on 3-5. It'll be fine. And then here we are. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Um, the character I made was like a winged elf yeah it's like a homebrew race of yeah sort. it was some homebrew thing um and but yeah ever since then like i just kind of got hooked on it and um i've been a part of a couple different campaigns uh ryan was doing something at our job with a few people from uh from work which we're hoping we can kind of strike back up again then i did a couple campaigns with my other friends i even uh started running strahd with them so that was my like first delve into dming wait a minute did you just say his name i maybe crackle crackle rumble rumble thunder thunder 
that, that was also another little uh, running gag. Little- dick that we had going anytime we said Strahd's name in the campaign it was one of those like cartoon tropes where like thunder and lightning uh go around i can set up a button on stream deck i think we're okay for right now joey does yeah yeah oh wait that's joey he does that joey does Joey is insane, and 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 his ability to produce is far superior to mine. But I'm but I am learning, you know. Yeah. We were doing uh, Tales from the Loop with him, and he was like, "Yeah, adding uh, voice effects and uh, and like uh, effects to everything he said as he was doing it because it was so crazy and cool." It's awesome. It's awesome what what the between obs and the strength deck what they allow you to do to have interactivity and to really add layers into it you know whether it's background ambience you know sounds that hit you can do lighting effects it's it's pretty amazing i'm super excited i definitely want to get my hands on a stream deck one day like maybe in the future oh my god yeah yeah as i get more serious about streaming that'd be even like more amazing and I'll tell you what, it's valuable just as a thing because like I you do multiple profiles, right? So I have a streaming a profile set up when I'm doing the show. Then I have another a profile when I'm just on a show. And then I have a third profile when I'm just at my desktop where I can launch all the programs that I usually use where it where it tells me the uh, temp of my system and how much uh, CPU is being used, where it ties into all my hue lights in my studio. So you can set up all these different profiles depending on what you're doing. I absolutely love that. Like, there's hello. also uh, hello. Hey. There's also hey. another really big uh, project that I've been a part of over the summer. So I think you guys seen on the um, Godsfall server that some of the photos that I've been putting out every now and then and everything. Totally. So we've actually gone and basically got our exhibition ready to go. So tomorrow at about I believe 6 p.m. EST at Penstock Coffee in Highland Park. We're going to be finally doing our photography exhibition, and oh, afterwards, awesome. I'm planning on so posting cool. everything. So prepare to be spanned with about 18 to 20 photos <laughs> by tomorrow <laughs> night, because this Excellent. is the only way I can actually show my work. So I have an Instagram thing. If you go funphy, yeah. F-U-N-P-H-Y underscore Dunphy, D-U-N-P-H-Y, you'll see me on Instagram. You'll see all my photos and everything, and all I do on that specific thing that's actually my business a side gig sure. of sorts sure so if you're interested feels please feel free to dm me and everything and we'll go right through the process and hopefully we'll get to work together and it should be a lot of fun awesome i also I love that. travel and everything so one of my places to go to is chicago my brother went there already i think one of my um friends families moved over there and everything so that's definitely, definitely i definitely love city. to swing by and everything yeah do you guys have a Top Golf in your city at all? Maybe. I think maybe. I mean, I would imagine this city would have a Top Golf. Because maybe I can actually get you guys in for a decent price. Oh, nice. Slowly scratch his uh, chin. We do. We have a Top Golf Chicago and Wooddale. Oh, yeah. And Wooddale. One in Naperville. And yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. So what? I yeah. actually currently work at the one in uh, Edison, New Jersey. So shout oh, out to all you TG I. Jerseys. I and I see nothing in chat right now. It's like TG Jersey. Awesome. I wonder I, if someone said sauce. I really wonder if someone said sauce when they were watching. I, I would have if I had like registered that you said awesome. 
Yeah, that's the one where it's like it's uh, it's all about uh, like hit the ball at targets and things like that, right? You yeah. Like the right place? Excellent. I will happily come and make a fool out of myself. Awesome. So <laughs> we're actually yeah we're going for a world record pretty soon. So okay. we're actually all the um, venues across. Is it across the country, Matt? I think. Right? I believe it's across the country. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to hit as many golf balls simultaneously too. as po as much as possible, so as quickly as possible, and everything. So cool. I believe the current record is 1,187 or something Some, like that. Something around there, yeah. Around there. So it looks like we have everyone here. So let's introduce our final guest, Mag Paba. Mag Paba. Oh, he, he's muted. <laughs> Sorry. Just it's I, okay. I stepped away real quick. It's okay. That's okay. So hello. Um, who are you and what do you do? Me? I am Magpava, otherwise known as Vince. Um, I play a lot of video games, mainly EverQuest 2, and I tend to do photography for fun, but I want to make that a profession. Awesome. Um, I've also been reading a lot of Star Wars, and I'm trying to do my own Star Wars D&D campaign. And also I introduced him to God's Fall. About oh, maybe six or eight months ago now. Cool. And I'm I'm actually shaking because I I really want to listen to it more. You can't. Yeah, well, it's safe. It's not going anywhere. It'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also want to preface this as well. So you guys, Mackenzie and uh, Aram, you're more than welcome to always jump on our podcast as NPCs. Or if I figure out a way to actually make everything work, we can actually make you guys full-fledged players. We're going to sort of go with the um, God's Fall Rise route with uh, individual awesome. introductions. Oh, cool. So cool, cool, we're cool. going for yeah, a steampunk don't me, thing. Don't give me full credit for that. I absolutely stole that from when I was playing a vampire game. And I was so enamored with how the introductions went there because they do little preludes of when you're a human, and then you get bit. So there's those, those okay. there are those little one on ones, and I was, and I, I, I just thought, what a brilliant way to introduce a the character and b get them used to the game and used to exploring them before they throw them in with the others. So I blatantly stole that. <laughs> awesome, that sounds great. So basically, the main thing is, so on this Discord server, there's a ton and ton of channels. I think you guys seen. If you guys in chat want to join us on the Discord, or if you're looking at the Twitch page right now, just head over to the Multicolor Gradient Polyhedral, click on the link, you'll hop right in, and be able to just jump and look in at all the channels. So basically what we have, we have a living world. So I know you did some work with uh, Dungeon Rats in the past and everything. Mm -hmm. So basically, I asked Pat and them for full permission and everything. So now we have a community world sort of esque building sort of thing. Cool. So the whole idea is they get to create their own world. And then maybe later on, once we get a little bit more popular with our um, streaming and everything, we'll have some people on for actual community nights or something where they can play in a world they created, no matter oh. how random it is. <laughs> it's always very random that way, but it's but it's fun and it's a good test too. It's a good test to flex your creative muscles. I mean, I tend to do a lot of planning, and I, I do a lot of world building and, and a lot of establishing of 
the worlds I do. And I enjoy that type of play, and I enjoy the long-term storytelling I can get out of it. But every time I go to conventions, I'm always jumping into these games where it's like the DM has a loose idea, and then whenever we go, we um, come across a town or a river or a creature, he's like, well, what's their name? What are they? What are they doing? What's their motivations? And then we we are throwing back a lot of ideas and building it together. And it's really taught me the value of that. And also, it's a little easier. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but you have to think on your feet a lot more. So it's a whole different set of skills. And I find that really interesting. I gotcha. There's the whole concept that I have. And Matt knows this. I call it... So I run a notebook system. I think I posted it a long time ago on Twitter and everything. So I have a notebook system. And it's known as the Binder of Death. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, the amount of death I've seen come from that binder. I have two main binders. I have a black leather portfolio, which is basically all my current stuff that I'm working on and everything. And then I have a green, which is for class, and it's also for all my secondary stuff. So currently, I have a rule set within the Steampunk uh, compendium that I've been working on. Shout out to whoever made that on um, DriveThruRPG. I'll uh, post a thing in a diddly-doo later down. And everything. So pretty much, I wrote out 41 pages of the rule set so this way i have them it's all tabbed out and i don't know why i did this to myself i also wrote in all the charts by hand you're a fool <laughs> <laughs> i was having fun though like you know, i love you but you're a fool you know how much i love to write and everything you know how i this am behind the desk this is very true all right, so pretty much right now, uh, Paven went to feed the goat. He has a kid. <laughs> no, that's not even a joke. He actually does have a goat. Right. Oh, really? Oh, he has a real goat. Yeah, they have a little goat. They have a real goat. His name is Mikey. That's, that's adorable. That's, that's great. He's yeah. a big goat. Sure. Goats are, goats are amazing. Um, how big was Oinkers the last time we saw her? Well, last time. Oinkers can change, but Oinkers' natural form is now that of a full-size hawk. So, like, several hundred pounds, you know, probably pushing close to 350, I would say. You so never give a lady's weight around. You never give a lady's look, weight. That's fair. That's fair. But she's proud. She, she, she is a, she's a proud. very proud pig. <laughs> she really is. But <laughs> she could be anything. So, you know, she could be a weasel, a, a, a peregrine falcon, whatever she wants to be. I can't uh, wait for the turn of uh, Torvik. Peregrine falcons. I know, right? I know how many times. I know, I know, I know. Also, I like. I use their diving speed as like their constant speed. Oh my god, you did, you did, you did. When they were when Oinkers was traveling across right now, across to go to. I think it was. This was before Hogs Fest. I'm trying to go off the top of my head right now. It was so so far that they were traveling. I think this is one you guys were still heading toward. It wasn't towards the Union. It was maybe a little bit either before or a little bit after. So yeah, that thing. Yeah, and yeah. this is before Torvik had the kids. Sorry for Correct. all the spoilers for the chat. Did I get that's it? Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, that is definitely what was... I don't know exactly where they were going, but yeah, that's a, that's what, that is what it was happening. It's because it was, it was kind of early. And yeah, uh, yeah I got that wrong. <laughs> hey, it's all right. That's the third... T- I'm on my fourth or fifth round of listening. So I have at least maybe 60-something hours clocked in in the car oh, just wow. listening to God's Fall. Wow. Okay, excellent. 
Excellent. So, well, it's 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 funny you mentioned Torvik because one of the first things we're doing when we record in December is we're going to do a one-on-one with uh, with uh, with uh, with the sorry with Stephen and see what happened at Torvik, what what went on oh there, what God, he learned, yes. everything. I'm super yeah. excited and everything. I can't yeah. wait to hear more Doro and everything. I can't, oh, I can't believe wait. they cheated at Hog Racing. I of course, of course they did. <laughs> it's tw- it's what am I saying? It's, it's Doro. Doro. I'm not even surprised. Yeah, right. Of course he's gonna cheat. Aram, did you see the question in, in our Discord that asked what God's Fall Christmas is called? Oh shoot. Oh um, my gosh, I remember that. I don't think I saw huh. a resolution to that. I'm curious, does God's Fall have a Christmas esque holiday? Because you, know, you mean, have Turtle Fest and Hogs right? Fest and then someone right. said, Oh, it's just Secret Santa. But right. there's it's no figure known Santa. as Santa. Yeah, there is no real Santa figure. I mean, it'd be silly. There's no Christ actually... figure either. If right. you're really, yeah. Yeah. However, I... however, I like the idea of a demigod of gifts. So <laughs> hang on. Let me Can let me they... work on something. Gotcha. Can they wear yeah. a tunic in the color of Delibird? <laughs> I don't see why not. I don't see why not. When people were talking about Hogs Fest, have you have you? Ever read Hogfather? No, I have my Hogfather. Yeah, no, my my girlfriend loves Terry Pratchett and the. Oh, this um, all of a sudden. Yeah, the like the Christmas, the Santa equivalent in Terry Pratchett's Discworld universe is the Hogfather, and uh, Hogsmeade or something is like the name of the holiday, and like there's a whole book about the Hogfather, and it's it's one of Rachel's favorites because it's like. The Hogfather is gone, and no one knows where he is, and so death takes over for the Hogfather for the okay. for the for the holidays, and so it's like I was literally like, did Aram just make Terry Pratchett's Hogfather? I wish I had now. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds awesome. It's very good. It's like one of Rachel's favorite. Wait, she made me watch the TV special last year for Christmas. <laughs> I love this. Like, I love bouncing ideas and everything. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm gonna jump right back. I seem to grab one thing. I'll yeah, be back in no two problem. two minutes. Thank Take you. Your time. Welcome back. Sorry. How was the kid? The kid was good. He actually gave me kisses today. Aw. If you guys in chat don't know what's going on, Vince has a kid. <laughs> Not like an actual kid. No worries. No, an actual kid is a baby goat. So yes, I have a baby goat. Not a child, but a baby goat. A little bad so he's about the size of maybe on the smaller end of a medium-sized beast so definitely maybe i remember seeing the minifigure for luna and astrid it's about one and a half times smaller than luna yeah we were we literally i just i don't have an actual mini for her and so i just i i my friends and people send me Lunas, and so that was just the Luna I had on hand. So I don't know if that's her actual bigness, but uh, it was what I had. Gotcha. Is it... I know she's a dire wolf right yeah. now. So dire wolves are pretty large. That's what I was sort of going off of. And Aram has told me, and I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say specifically because it's a secret, but I know she that's... will get larger. Okay. <laughs> and I know what she's going to become. So I just, I'm like, super I know eventually, excited. Eventually she'll be that big. Like, I've been told ballpark level 9, 9 or 10 she will be probably close to that but you don't need to give spoilers for that Like 
let that happen when it happens. It's going to be super Who knows? I didn't even know she was going to get bigger because the episode where she got bigger, Arama was doing that weird thing where she was laying her head in my lap and I was and Astrid was like, her head's heavier. And I genuinely didn't know what was going on. So I was like, why is her head heavy? What? And then I realized it's because she was a dire wolf now. Oh. Bigger dog. My baby's, my baby's hitting puberty. Didn't even realize. <laughs> uh... I do have to say something about my kid. He's gotten bigger, too. <laughs> Has he? What do I mean by bigger? He's gotten heavier. Tay-Tay, yo, what up? We got we got someone in the chat, guys. Hey! Oh, my God, memories. Oh, my God. <sighs> They're so awesome. That's an awesome name, but at the same time, oh god. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> but I can tell you this much. When you see your baby grow up, you're like, I want them smaller again. <laughs> I think that's perfectly fine with uh, a lot of things and everything. My doggos are they're already pretty big for small dogs. But they're perfectly fine right now and everything. Like I'm super super excited. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> Sorry, don't mind me. I'm just cutting some paper. Um, you forgot the roll for a skill check for dexterity. Yeah, roll sleight of hand. Okay, hold a second. So do I have to roll for both, or...? Um, no, just sleight of hand. Just 20. <laughs> Soft or natural? Natural. Natural 20! <laughs> I'm gonna need some verification on that. <laughs> Okay, I'll send it to you. Don't worry. Hey, Mackenzie, thanks for the follow. I know, I was trying to figure out how to host, and I was like, oh, I should follow. It's alright. So basically, the I have a bunch of widgets on here. Hey, thanks for the host. So pretty much, I have a whole bunch of different animations and everything. So the follow is actually going to be the uh, Beholder from the uh, Dungeons & Dragons cartoon from the 80s. And everything. A raid is a red dragon. Host is Mickey opening up doors over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Subscribe is a natural 20. And the bits are... They're bits, so... I'm trying to figure out how to host you. I forgot how to. Uh, slash host uh, username. Or if you're on the actual stream, there should be a button that says host channel. Yeah, it doesn't show that for me. Hey chat, how we doing tonight? Uh. Alright, we are about T minus 13 minutes for D&D, guys. Oh man, I'm getting okay. I'm getting excited. Um, now, do you, do you guys have any questions about like the setting or anything, or just any last-minute questions in general? 
I think I'm okay. Alright, uh, what about you, Vince? I'm okay. Alright, uh, Mackenzie, any questions or anything? No, I'm good. Alright, awesome. So. Oh yeah, um... Rose Raid. Yo. Sent you the photo, and it should be... Thanks for the host. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> well, I'll be damned, Vince. <laughs> it, I can I can verify that he has sent me photo proof of the natural twenty on the sleight of hand check. So you know what, everything checks out. Awesome. If you guys in chat would love photo proof of natural twenties, just join our Discord server. Go down to Lodetli Do in the info, and then look for the gradient multicolor gradient D twenty. Click on that. It'll bring you directly into the Discord server. And then you guys are more than welcome to chat in the. Um, Living World. So, just letting you know, the Living World is currently closed for the World War II campaign. The Revival of Zombies, the Steampunk vs. Magic, and the Post-Apocalyptic are all locked currently. But right now, the Living World General is open. If you guys would love to jump in and just talk about whatever sort of Living World style, create your own um, style and everything, create your own world, your own communities and everything. Like, that's for you guys. So if you guys in chat would love to create your own world and possibly play in it, just feel free to hop in there and then we'll just get everything all set up. Awesome. Let me pull it up on my iPad to stream so that way I can actually um, do the hosting because it's not working. <clears throat> Should I put a live camera on my dice box? <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually I do don't it. have any uh, camera feed on my gotcha. end, so gotcha, gotcha. maybe in the future when I actually get paid for photography right? in six weeks. Yeah, then we can actually have like everyone set up a camera or something like that so yeah. that we can all see each other's dice rolls that way. Proof. <laughs> well, I could, I could do that with if I were streaming right now. I mean... I don't have a camera, so I like a mobile webcam. I just, just have really quickly webcam. draw pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, everyone gets all natural 20s all the time. It's amazing. Oh, that's interesting. You know why? Because it's for charity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's for everybody. That's right. Everyone gets a nat 20. Why? Because we want a sunny, and you get an at twenty, and then you also get an at twenty. <laughs> All right, so uh, Orla the Witch. So basically, the game tonight. So we're actually going through multiple things. So we're going to be starting with a very, very cringy set of notes that I wrote as a Wii DM, and then after that, we're going to be jumping into the um, main game for tonight, which has been two years in the works, and Vince's old character, Revan. Copyright. Which one? Copyrighted. <laughs> which which old character? Because I, remember, I had two of them that were in that one. Um, the rework. Oh, okay. <laughs> so his character was not the metagame pigeon here, but his character was afraid of the color silver, and he as a player was afraid of the color silver. I remember seeing his eyes just go wide, and his skin go slightly pale as I described oh, that's beautiful. the colors and the scene and everything. He was like, "Nope." So he like, basically. Nope, I'm out. Cast, um, he basically put a, I put a Frightened Effect on him. Hey, thanks for the follow, Godsfall. <laughs> At least we could do. 
<laughs> I hope you guys see the little uh, beholder from the 80s in there. Yeah. 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 I mean, you guys just being here Thanks is for the follow, like, my... more than enough, honestly. <laughs> oh, so, excellent. without further ado, um, should we take five and get started? Yeah, totally. Let's right, do awesome. it. So, we're going to actually get started at about... And look at that team Maglia has followed now. Awesome. We're oh, going to get started at about 5.28 p.m. So we'll see you guys in about five minutes. We'll be back. Awesome. <laughs> what else is now? All right, guys. So we're just about to start the game. So to the eight people listening in, just wanted to say welcome and everything. So down in the info is going to be the logo for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. If you just click right on that, it'll lead you to the Tiltify page. We don't get any of the proceeds tonight. It all goes right over to the actual organization itself. So our goal tonight is to hopefully donate $1,000, but even if we don't get that donation, that amount, every little bit helps. So if you guys feel free to share and everything, we're just raising money for a wonderful cause tonight. And who knows, if we end up exceeding that, that's, that's awesome. just even more awesome. All right. No matter what, this is all going to a really good cause. All right, but so at the same time, I'll say this, just as a disclaimer, never donate more than you are actually able to. Um, always be responsible if uh, you want to donate, but don't right now because... Financially, you're just not in a good place for it. Hey, no worries. It's not a big deal. Just being here supporting the stream is enough. All right, guys. Going on with a little legal disclaimer. Just a few things. Just make sure that you don't donate more than exceeded, as Matt said and everything. We don't get any of the proceeds. And with that, even if you don't need to totify and everything, and for some reason something didn't work, just reach out to them and their servers, and they should be able to help you out no problem at all. But unfortunately, on our end, we don't have the ability to actually get any money back that you did exceed. So... Please don't sue us or anything. We're just here to have fun and raise money for a wonderful cause. Oh man, this is looking like another uh this is looking like another magic game where I'm not gonna have a good time. Well you're about to have a wonderful time because D D is about to start. Uh yeah, that that's what's gonna save me right now, but uh my I love that I changed this deck's name to Night and Day. <laughs> great i love it all right so mackenzie wilkes posted the link in chat so it's right there if you guys need it as well so just click right on there donation link is open until november 6th at about 11:59 p.m after that it's going to close but as soon as we have more details about the next charity that we'll be donating to just feel free to look out on all possible avenues twitter discord facebook page all the other discord chats all the other discord communities that i posted in all the twitters that i posted in everything so just feel free to look out for all those i'm gonna go reach out to somebody and see if i get them i actually posted it in a couple of my other discords that i'm a part of awesome thank you for the host not a problem just took me 10 minutes for how to do it you could have asked me Aram. i kept typing it like i kept typing host and it just didn't work i don't know why like like no nothing came up i kept you know it just kept going blank so i did it like i searched for the command and clicked it and for some reason that worked oh 
I'm curious, did you ever get to see the Ani fanfiction for the housing crisis? <laughs> no, I didn't. I need to look at that. Alright, so, in long story short, it was the eighth year. Ani was facing a little bit of a dilemma with uh, pricing and everything going up. With uh, Sure. Thank you for the $15 donation from Jennifer Chastain. Ooh, thank you. Alright. Alright, so it looks like it's not going to show up on the little donation thing. So, if you guys don't see your donations, just please take a look at your... Um, the top of the banner and everything the banner on the right hand side is going to flicker with the actual uh, donation and everything cool so Thank back you, to so back to the little and everything for ani Good. so basically it was the eighth year they're facing a housing dilemma and everything so this is before they actually started to congregate outside the walls this is when the pricing was still below they were still at about the silver standard sure not up to the gold standard yet. Right, so, right. Even so, um, this is one accounts before it became monarchy. It was sort of somewhat of a council sort of thing. Sure. And then, pretty much, they decided, you know what, we're going to the gold standard. But at the time, the farming outside was not fertile enough to actually make it work. So yeah. they had to make do and everything. Then all of a sudden, everyone was up in arms. They actually couldn't afford their houses anymore. Right. So we actually start seeing people starting to migrate outside the city and as people came in they saw how high the prices were and they decided to leave as well because why stay there if the pricing is way too high like they can't afford it with their totally. living wage like they like what like maybe three gold a year All right but they're claiming that these mortgages are like 10 to 12 a year yeah how can anyone afford it exactly and that's yeah. why to this day we hear maybe one or two little whispers of the onion housing crisis. Sure, totally. No, that that book show would would fit in perfectly. <laughs> I don't even think that fanfic. <laughs> yeah. If someone wants to, they can clip that. Yeah, totally. Anyone can clip anything. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. DC in general is like that. Like so. <laughs> so that fits in nicely. No one can afford that city anymore. All right, so without further ado, guys, are we ready to play some D&D? Absolutely. Of course. Yeah! 100%. New donation, oh. Jennifer, with another $5. Jen, you don't have Thank to. Thank you, Jennifer. Wow. Thank you, Jen. That's awesome. Jennifer's going to lock Thank this whole you, thing up all in our <laughs> <laughs> We have to stand on that one, you know? Absolutely. Or I mean, I, just, I understand. Uh, it means... Fifteen's uh, kind of awkward. Let's be real. So she needed that extra five to make a nice even twenty. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. So Orla's first fanfic will be a Marxist housing analysis of Cal Gun. Hell yeah, Orla. <laughs> <laughs> Are you and Rachel writing that together right now? Oh, is that Rachel? Uh, no, Orla is just our friend. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Alright guys, so who's ready for some cringe? Excellent, let's do it. Me? <laughs> Alright Chad, so here's what's cringe. gonna be going on. We're gonna be running through some cringy DMs notes, so don't be alarmed if you hear something that's wrong. This is just we old me, please don't kill me. In my sleep. Okay, here we go. Alright, so... Welcome to... Whatever this is. 
called. <laughs> um, there is no name for the show yet. So until then, welcome to the charity stream and everything. So I have with me a few wonderful players. So if you guys just introduce yourself, LaRoseraid, who are you and who are you playing today? Uh, my name is Matt. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at LaRoseraid, where we'll be where we play like League, Pokemon, all that kind of stuff. And I am going to be playing Fiddle Whiskers, the Tabaxi Bard. All right, awesome. Uh, Mac Paba, who are you and who are you playing today? I am Vince, and I will be playing Dreezel, a dragonborn monk who's not very secure, and if anyone touches her, um, her food, she will punch you till you die. Um, so, <laughs> let me get this straight. She's not a human bar, human monk, right? No, dragonborn. Is she the only dragonborn monk? That is my question for you. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. All right, hmm. Mackenzie, who are you and who are you playing tonight? I am Mackenzie Wilkes, and tonight I am playing Agate. She is a blind deep gnome wizard who is always covered in dirt, and she has a uh, how she sees primarily is through her um, little tiny black kitten familiar named Jasper. I was gonna say she's got a familiar, doesn't she? Of course, she doesn't need to see, but if she has to, she uses him. Yeah, beautiful. And he—he's—he's he's appropriately sized to her, so he's basically a kitten to everyone else. But he's like a cat to her because she's very small. She's a deep gnome. Love it, Aram. Who are you, and who are you playing tonight? Uh, my name is Aram, and I'm the producer of God's Fall and Rise of the Demigods, and I am playing Zola Holvakonosis. Who is a male Triton Warlock? What? Zola to you surface dwellers. And he, he is a male Triton Warlock who is a follower of the Deep Ones. It's been a while since I've seen. Oh wow, Warlock! Triton. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and there's so the uh, and the Deep Ones are with the new uh, unearthed Arcana. It's not even fully official yet. They're just like a little trial thing, but. I love it. I was like all over it, so gotcha. I had to put it's them right cool. away. I'm yeah. okay with uh, UA. Like, if you guys yeah. bring anything to the table, just let me know what it is ahead of time. This way I can take a look with the way that Excellent. I play. Uh, Matt and Vince know that if I have not played it or seen it, I don't accept it. Right, gotcha. Fair enough. Right. Yeah, and unfortunately I wanted to do a Chaotic Evil, but no. I haven't played Evil yet. Oh, did I even get anything <sighs> in alignment? Um, don't worry. <laughs> okay, I gotta figure that out. So, hi, I'm Nerdy Durgan, or Ryan. I'm going to be your Durgan master tonight. <laughs> so, I hope you guys are prepared for a night of fun, a night of cringe, a night of laughs, and just a uh, paranoia of the color palette. But that will come into play later. Alright, so without further ado, let's begin. Are we all ready? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. All right, awesome. I'm ready for the cringe. <laughs> so, cringe in three, two, one. The gentle swaying and the sound of creaking wood arouse your slumber. In front of your bed is a chest with sailing clothes neatly folded on top. Inside, you find your possessions. So, you guys are more than welcome to go around the room and everything, explore like whatever you want to do. Awesome. So, pretty much, I figured this is like 
a full-on fledged game and everything, guys are more welcome to RP as much as you want to. Like whatever you want to do. Oh, I we like it. I might punch the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no wall punching. Not when we're on a ship. All right. Um, roll a roll to hit. That's a D twenty, right? Yes. <laughs> what do you roll? Uh, Nat 20. <laughs> Alright, so, um, builds a punch to wall, and instead of punching at the wall, you manage to dent your hand into the wall. Unfortunately for you, you just remembered that this boat is made out of ironwood. So, you take a total of... Oh no, already starting with damage. Three non-lethal. I'm at 40 now. Okay. <laughs> and now your hand is um, bruised, and it's going to be a little hard to move for about maybe three minutes. <laughs> all right, what's everyone else doing? Um, we are, we're all in like one big room. Yep, we're like in um, one room. Not it's big, it's the basically boat. Uh, one big room. So imagine Steelbeard's ship and everything, but sure. instead of the actual rooms, it's more of a underbelly of the ship. So you guys oh, okay. have like stables to the back and everything, and then towards the front you have the cots <laughs> and the chest, and then in front of that is the mess hall. And do we know why we're here? Um, you do not know why you're here. Okay, okay. excellent. Um, can I All actually right. get you to roll me a history check? Okay, I can do that. Five plus <laughs> four, which is one of my stats, so nine, but not great. Very awesome. So you just remember that you came from somewhere with some sort of conflict, but you don't know why, but you feel yeah. slightly annoyed. Mm. Not because you're annoyed at the situation, you're annoyed because maybe it was important and you really need to remember it. Okay, I just saw Dressel punch the wall, correct? Yes. Alright, I would, I, would, I would stand up, extend my hand, and a glaive just appears within it, giving an extra... 10 foot of reach so the blade kind of ends right by him. Oh Could you not? And then you just kind of see Phil Whiskers kind of like sitting cross-legged on the bed just kind of with his little with his little loot just kind of like making sure everything is in order with it like checking it that it's in tune uh, making sure he's got like some extra strings just in case. So, Vince, you just got... You have a glaive pointed at you. What do you do? Um... I try to persuade to get that glaive in my, out of my face. Alright, so I'm not gonna make you roll for it. I'm gonna make you RP through it. <clears throat> May I please get that pointed weapon out of my face? It's just mm -hmm. making me angry. I will re... I will... Pull it back and kind of like slam the hilt down on the wood next to me. I'm happy to do so. Could you please resist attacking the ship we are currently within? I just punched the wall because I don't remember where I came from and I just woke up and I heard creaking of wood. I don't like that. Um, I'll turn roll the history. 12 plus. Two, so 14. Okay, so you start to feel a flashback, 
and all of a sudden you start to get a migraine, and then you sort of fall back towards the wall, and then, boom, you're on the ground. All of a sudden, in front of you, you see your parents. What do your parents look like? There's too many. Too many? I was put into foster care for so long. Alright, so you see your most recent <coughs> foster parents in front of you. And behind them is a burning building. They're screaming at you, but you can't really hear what's going on since it's sort of like uh, Saving Private Ryan style where you're ears are basically ringing with tinnitus and everything and you can't hear what's going on starting to fade it's like come on come on we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go and then all of a sudden the last thing you see is a large battle axe maybe the blade is about 10 feet tall it's off and you're out of the flashback that's happy <laughs> <laughs> I tell everyone what happened. I suppose I'll put my glaive away. Right, so, Vince, I'd like to remind you this is a role-playing game. Um, it's not the college rules where. Um, I'm just like. Hey, enough. thanks for the host. Um, it's not a thing at the thing. We have more than two hours to work with, so you have plenty of time to RP. Okay, guys, I just had a flashback. Um, where do I start? Um. I don't even know why I'm telling you guys this, but I'll tell you anyway, since we're all stuck here together. You feel the ship slightly sway a little bit. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to tell you until this. I feel safer. It just got oh. a little bit rougher. It's not too bad. You're just in the middle of the ocean where you're at that point where you're crossing the hemispheres. So you're just going into the northern and the south was very, very rough for the past week. So now you're going into calmer waters. You should be fine within the next 10 minutes. Okay. I'll put my glaive away and offer a hand to help him up. Thank you. No. I'll you're take welcome. that. I don't really care about him. I just want him out of the way because that's that's the area of the ship where he punched. That's the area of the ship bear that's probably touching water. And I want to put my hand up to it and focus and see if I can hear my patron. Okay, uh, roll me a d100. <laughs> oh dear, that's not good. That's never good when you're asked to roll a d100. <laughs> I don't have anything prepared for this. 18. All right, cool. So I'm gonna pull out the d30. Oh no. The golf ball. Yeah, that's went from bad to worse. Yep, so I'm gonna roll a d30. If it's a 1, something happens. If it's a 30, something else happens. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. It was a 2. Oh, wow. Well, that's close. <laughs> so, basically, you just hear the sound of the water rushing through, going around the bow. You feel it going through your ears and everything, and then just... That's not good. Okay. Fiddle Whiskers is gonna get up as soon as like you step away from the wall 
and is just going to be like, why do we need to have holes in a ship? And he's going to cast Mending on the hole. Alright, the hole is mended. You hear a very, very loud shrill as the ironwood sort of bent back into place. Which was also reinforced with a form of rebar, also made from ironwood fine. Neat. <laughs> neat. Well, I'm just like I didn't think of that. That's that's really that's really neat. I like that. It's like I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> hey, you're welcome to take any ideas. I do the same thing with you. Thank you. <laughs> what kind of cat is Phil Whiskers? Like, what kind of cat? What do you look like? Yeah. Cat-wise? Oh God. Um. See, I don't. I don't know. Like. Am I getting Nobu vibes? No, you would not do Nobu vibes. No. You hate Nobu Whiskers. All. I see. I don't really know. Like. Cats like. How they're... about like a lynx? I was thinking maybe like, I just didn't know if there was like a, a color, a color palette that you were as a um, The honestly I really like this color palette, so I'll just post this in uh the Discord so you can get a general idea of like cool. the color. Okay, put it in the uh, live general chat. Yeah. And then describe it to our lovely lovely chat. Uh, da, 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 if it lets me... Oh, wait, no, I have to save the image, that's right. Your pictures uh, are too powerful. <laughs> it's only 10 megabytes, it's only 10 megabytes, come on. <laughs> what do you mean it's too powerful? It's only 10 megabytes. That's it's too like, powerful. It's too powerful. It shakes the I whole live. screen. Um, it's too... It was actually, this one time I was putting something in, it was only 8.01 megabytes, and that was too powerful. <laughs> oh my god, why is... Why? Why is this not working? Is it the one you have on uh, D&D Beyond with the gray and black? It, it's very similar to that. Gotcha. So mostly gray with some black striping, kind of like if a cat was a zebra? Almost, yeah. Okay. More, probably so more tannish, tannish okay. than white. Gotcha. Um, with, like, little black stripes. Cool. Nice. Well, yeah, while you were playing your, your loot, there was just, like, a little black cat just staring at you and kind of uh-huh. tilting its little head around. <laughs> and um, while Agate, yeah, Agate was just sitting cross-legged on her bed with her hands like in a box of something you can't really tell what it is. Um, the audience could see it's just a box of dirt. Um, <laughs> she's sort of running her fingers through it, and and while the little kitten is watching you, and little kitten probably poops down and follows you over and watches you mend this thing because you are also a cat like he is. Those yeah. familiar sort of cringe at the fact that everything's sort of bending back into place. I think that the, I think he's so used to weird things I do. I think he's just like fascinated. I think he's very smart and he's just he's um, very intricately enamored by the way the world works. Yeah. I think that he's shared my consciousness and the little sense of it, you know. I'm yeah. also using him as a way to keep an eye on things because I'm just like listening to what's around me because I can't really see, and so I'm I'm also like sort of popping randomly into his sight to be like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> but not necessarily reacting to it like yeah. on my physical form, but just trying to see what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Um, can I get a gay and fiddle whiskers both to roll perception? And um, Matt, you have advantage on this since it's about your loot. Oh. Am I rolling it based on like sight or? Um, <laughs> it's based I probably on would have sight. Dis- I probably have disadvantage unless I'm using. You can roll it normally. 
Perception okay. with advantage would be a 17. Okay. Um, what'd you get? Okay. Oh, we got a natural 20. Hey, nice. Plus right. zero, and especially since it's sight-based, I definitely don't have any addition. <laughs> it's right. Hey, it's right. So, you see that your cat basically runs face-first, sort of, like, into the window style. Oh, God. I see through his eyes, I'm like, I pop in, and you I just get slammed into the window. <laughs> <laughs> you see through this loot, basically, like, into and around, I think cat would be around the sound hole sort of area yeah everything so you see in it tons and tons of dried blood it's been about like that for maybe about seven days or so seven eight days that's inside the loot that's also inside the loot because if you look at the strings as well the strings uh, Matt, are the strings like nylon are they steel wound sort of thing they are steel they're steel okay so inside the wound the wind Winding up the strings, you can see spackled, sort of splattered blood on the strings, all by the sound hole. Geesh. Hmm. Is sound hole a technical term? A sound <laughs> hole, basically... It is a technical term, yes. Oh, okay. It is a technical Excellent. term, because if you go to guitar and you play a chord, you can basically create a sound, and if you block the sound hole, it's going right. to muffle it and basically put the sound at in a latent term for D&D disadvantage. Okay, excellent. Do you have a guitar on you right now? I have a guitar. Monster. I have a guitar. Yeah. I have a bass. I have a clarinet. Oh, I also, I, no, I, ha I play I bass. Have I have I have basses around, but I didn't know if you had one right on you because the strum was so right there. Yeah, I have no instruments around me, and that's to all of your benefit. <laughs> yeah, all my basses, all my basses near me. Shout out to all my harmonicas on me. We need more bass. <laughs> I love. I'm. I am a bass player. I just got a, a ukulele bass, so I can play more acoustic, and I'm yes. so excited about mm -hmm. it. I am obsessed with my ukulele bass. That's awesome. Got a kala. Nice. Yeah. I. I. I just. I. I love playing bass guitar. I don't know why. It's my favorite. Awesome. Awesome. Because you're all about that. I'm not even gonna get into it. That's no, copyright. Don't, no, that's no, copyright not, material. Nope. Nope. That's nope. copyright material. Right, well, Heywood, thanks for joining us for the stream. <laughs> 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 um, right. So yeah, I'll have I'll have Jasper come back to me once he sees blood. I'll have uh, copyright for five hundred up. And just uh, jump on my shoulder, and I'll sort of look in the direction of is it Fiddle Whiskers? Is that your yes, name? Yes, Fiddle Whiskers. Um, I'm going to close my box of dirt and put it back under my bed. <laughs> and uh, I have a little. I put a little bit in a pouch. I have. I always have dirt on me because I use it for my spell casting. Okay. Nice. But um, but yeah, I was just like, uh, I I turn to Fiddle Whiskers and I say, um, not to be forward. Are you hiding something from us? And I Fiddle. sort of, and I send little Jasper over to like pluck one of the strings with his little nail. Fiddle Whiskers, like seeing that, sees the cat like go to pluck the string, kind of like pulls the loot away and is just like. Not exactly. I, what, Matt, what roll did, dexterity what and see? Mackenzie roll side of hand. Yeah, do I roll it as the cat? I have yes. the stats. Roll it as the okay. cat. Yes. Dexterity. Just regular check. Just a regular check, and Mackenzie is going to roll for plucking the string. Oh, uh, Jasper got a 15. Okay. Oh, dang it, I got a 14. <laughs> oh no! So Jasper, yeah, I rolled a 13 plus 2. So 11 plus 3. Plucks the strings. Nice. And 
Phil Whiskers pulling it away is like checking the string, making sure it's not broken in any way, and is just like not exactly what what did what did the cat see? Blood. As it... soon as that happens, you fall flat. You have your loot on your lap. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I have it like in like held in front of me. Okay. So you know how when you sort of you've worked on a paper or something for so long, you basically fall asleep at your desk and just your face oh, gets no. indent imprinted with whatever's on there. Oh no. Yep. So now your face is just on the strings. Ow. So Matt, tell me, what do your parents look like? Um, I mean, very similar coloration as to me, just a little bit older looking. But not, not terribly older looking because they're they're cats. They look eternally young. <laughs> okay, so basically, as that happens, you hear them. Come on, it's time to go. Time to go. Let's go. Let's go. They pick you up. I'm assuming they're a little bit younger than when you were a little while ago, or whatever, or something. Some magic sort of hit you and made you a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. So they pick you up, they're running through and everything, they duck through a burning building, go out, burst out the other side, big-ass explosion going off, and everything, and then you're just left there, on the ground. As you look up, you see them sort of vaporize into mist and cat hair. And, like, as, as I'm seeing that, I'm like, Mom! Dad! No! But, like, I'm saying that out loud so everyone around me would hear that. I got you. Right now, you're in your own head, so everyone else around you could just hear as you hit your loot, made a slight twang with the strings. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's looking at you. It's like... And then, like, as I kind of come back to, I'm just like... <sighs> As he's doing that, I go to pickpocket him. Um, Why would you? <laughs> so, roll me. So, how is Fiddlewhiskers feeling right now? Are you feeling on edge? Yeah, he's very on edge right now. He's, like, looking around, just like, what? Like, kind of, like, coming out of it, trying to regain his bearings, trying to figure out where he is. Alright, cool. So, roll me a perception check at advantage, and Vince, roll me a sleight of hand at disadvantage. So that's 2d20s, right? 2d20s, take the lower with your stat. Oh, soft 20. plus 5. Soft 20. Dang it! Wait, no. That's the lowest that you scored? That you rolled? A 17? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Highest is 18. Wow. So you reach in, and you pull out this bloody dragon scale. As How you dare you have something in my family? Hold up. <laughs> Not f- Hang on. So you just said that. Fiddlewhiskers turns around, snaps their head at you. Basically, it's one of those moments in the cartoon where everyone just looks at the one person. Right. Yeah, right. And you all see him with this dragon scale. It's not a color you're familiar with. It is a very, very deep silver with a slight smoke coming off of it. Huh. It's not singeing in any way, shape, or form. It's sort of like minor illusion style. But if you go to put your hand through the smoke, it sort of wisps and everything like normal smoke would. 
Fiddle Whiskers like immediately snatches it and is like, I'll ask you not do that again. But how dare you have a dragon scale? You don't remember how you got that. Yeah, Fiddle Whiskers is just like, don't know where it came from. And I think part of this is me trying to figure out why I have it and what purpose it serves. In that moment, your eyes turn silver, and you just hear, Come to me. Over and over again. It's right by where you just cast Mending, but slightly to the right. And right where... Right where Vol sort of aimed the glaive at Drezzle, mm -hmm. there's a porthole. I'm... I get you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom oh boy. Saving throw. First saving throw of the game, guys. Here we go. Oh no. What'd you roll? <laughs> That's a five. Okay. So. I'm assuming I'm walking to the. Uh, You're the sprinting, portal. and you basically have your face up against the portal, like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, sort of like clawing at the ironwood and everything. It's making so loud, shrilling, screeching noises. We're above the waterline, then. You're above the can... Got you, okay. If you go one more level down where the quote-unquote engine room area would be, that's just storage. Sure. Gotcha. So gotcha. You sort of want to jump into the ocean, but this porthole's in the way. Which is awkward because I'm a cat and I hate water. <laughs> I hate water, especially wet water. We are not getting into that. <laughs> we are not getting into that. You take one point of not lethal. Just kidding, you're not. <laughs> I, while this is happening, I have been like contemplating what is going on for a while. I just kind of shake my head at the antics around me and I walk over to the door. Is it locked? The door is actually unlocked. For <sighs> goodness sakes. Perhaps we should ask the others who are surely on this boat why we are here. Do you open the door? Absolutely. All right, you open the door, and everyone basically goes flump, 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 flump. There's like six people there listening in on what was going on. Sort of like Rise style when everyone walks <laughs> right by the door. Sure. Like, um, dinner's ready. And I'm just going to roll dexterity saves for all of them. Right, sure. Okay. So they're just all tripping over each other. You hear, hear someone scream as their back gets cracked. Right. But they all go to the mess hall back to whatever they were doing. Wait, I grab one. I grab the nearest one. By okay. the shirt sleeve or arm or whatever. Okay, they have a tunic. You're good. Okay, perfect. Uh, who have I grabbed? <laughs> um, you have grabbed... Giannis. Oh, I'm sorry, I was asked for a name, likely. <laughs> you have grabbed Giannis. He is yeah. the first mate, pretty much. Excellent. Okay. I just grab yep, Young He's man. basically a uh, centaur, so you're kind of broken oh. up in a way. On a boat? That's awesome. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. And then I, I kind of like glance down to see if he's got like special shoes to be able to like work on a boat. Like, And this kind of look back up. They're Why are we who, here? They're ironwood uh, uh, shoes, basically. Of course they are. Excellent. <laughs> who are you and why are we here? We just rescued you from the Epryor. All your families? Like, did you guys have the dreams? Does that trigger anything when that's said? You look up, 
your eyes roll back, and you flop. Right. Right. Um, excuse me, sir? What dreams? Alright, so we're gonna hold you right there. So, Aram, who do... what do your parents look like? I don't know. I've never known. I was... I was... Oh, I was just, I was washed up onto a shore when I was very young, uh, with no, you know, old enough to stand, walk around, you know, toddler kind of age, uh, you know, have to have speech, but no memory of what happened, no idea of where the rest of my people are, and I've never heard trace of them since. Gotcha. So I'm assuming you would be in some sort of foster care sort of situation? Yeah, I was, I was raised, I was, I was washed up near a fishing village and a family took pity on me. They had to kind of hide me because I was, because I was different, but you know, they let some family say, friends you're, you're know me. And, right, exactly. Yeah. like Exactly. Because you guys so, just came from a fishing village as well. So. Yeah, so the, the only times that I was really able to be out and be myself is when I was on the boat with my family. Gotcha, so you see all your friends and your family and everything, and a lot of them were sort of clawing away look up, you saw the scale, so you see right in front of you, maybe about six feet in front of you, is this huge gargantuan head of a metallic silver dragon. And I clearly get the idea that it, that it attacked my village. Oh, it 100% attacked your village. You guys all came from the same village, but different parts of the village. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. So I, so I would be begin to maybe recognize some of the others. Yep. Got you. Okay, cool. Alright, can you roll me a straight d20, please? Alright. Thirteen. Alright, so right behind you, you hear the sounds of screaming from your childhood best friend up in a burning tower. You have this dragon in front of you, and you have the tower behind you. Is there anything that Vol would be doing while this yes. is going on? I would get to my friend as quickly as possible, so I would uh, or I would thunder I would thunder step towards my friend. It's just an explosion of thunder and light as I, you know, shot myself forward. Oh, I love that spell. Yeah. Alright, so you sprint, you sprint, you're running. You hear a loud deafening roar behind you as this dragon starts pounding. Thum, thum, thum. Wall of water behind me just to slow it down. So I would summon this, you know, raging wall of water as I ran. How big is uh, the green water not, spell? Not huge. <laughs> it's a, so, uh, it's up, it's a ringed wall, sorry, a wall up to 30 feet long, 10 feet high, and one foot thick. Okay, so basically imagine, bad, uh, imagine an anime moment where a character is sort of going through the water and comes out all glamorous. Yeah. You sort of have that, but more scary because there's a big dragon sort of running <laughs> through and everything. Right. Awesome. And you, just, I you just hear and see buildings getting torn to shreds and everything. And then you're at this tower. You jump. You're just about to reach your friend. As you look to your right, time slows down. And you see all of a sudden this big head crashes down shops your friend in half. Oh. And you're back to reality. Oh. Snap back to reality. 
I would just I, I would lurch up from the floor and just you know, is is the is the um They're still is there. the first mate still there? Okay. He helps you up. How long have we been gone? Uh, you've been Where gone, are the others? You've been gone for maybe about a week. The, you guys were all that was left. Where are the others? You guys were all that was left. I just pull myself away from his grasp and kind of like turn and put my arms around me and just kind of like lean against the wall and just be quiet. Gotcha. Is Fiddlewhisker still like trying to get out through the window? Um, roll me a, <laughs> roll me a d20. Because, you know, the whole come yeah. here, come here, save, failing the wisdom save. Um, That's a 15. You're fine. You snap out of it. Just like, <laughs> looking out the window, I'm just like, what just happened? So, there's this whole random thing going on. You just got back up. You look down at your hands. You see blood. But sort of, like, you know how if you rest your hands on your strings for too long and everything when you're playing the calluses, you can sort of get that slight coil. Yeah. Yeah. Like you sort of have that, but sort of blood, dried blood on there, sort of speckled and everything. And then you feel your face, and same thing. So, Agate, what are you doing while this is going on? Yeah, I, I, I want to watch Zol have his spell and then and yell what he does and go back. And and Agate sort of looks in the direction of him and says, Don't worry, you'll get used to being haunted by your own memories. Zola would look up. Oh, she's cool. like, she's so used to this. She's always thinking about how gotcha. terrible her life is. Don't tell me what the um, role is yet, but you guys act out your thing first. Oh, what am I doing? What? Um, you guys were just about to act something out. What did you say, Aram? No, 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 no. I would just like, I would just kind of look up at you, and then just like, just like shake my head and look back down. Wouldn't really say anything back. I rolled a nine. Go to nine. Mm -hmm. So you slump down next to Vol, put your hand in your lap. You were actually the least violent of all the sort of knocked out into consciousness, into unconsciousness state sort of thing. So, <laughs> did Agate have any sight before they found Jasper? No, she's been blind her whole life. Okay. Aww. So Jasper's yes. a kitten. Jasper is a kitten, but he's a familiar. So yeah, like so she's since she started practicing magic, she's had him. Um, she doesn't always view towards him. I think she has like um, almost like toff rules. Like if she can dig her feet into the ground, she can give. She can kind of will herself certain sight, but nothing concrete oh. unless she's looking through her cat. Like how Toph can like sense where people are. Yeah, that's like that's how I footsteps. That's how I imagine she like sees generally. So like being on a boat is kind of like oh shit for her right shit, now. I'm blind, um, blind. Yeah, <laughs> like she's like hella blind on this boat, so she has to use the cat a lot more. But yeah, she's been blind her whole life. Gotcha. So it's just you and Jasper in his village and everything. So pretty much the four of you. Like I'm just adding a new element with each and everything, just trying to see what I can do here. Because before it was just railroad, and I'm sick of the railroading that I wrote. So basically, so you guys all work together for a long time. So you basically are looking straight up at this. You see Vol jump into the air towards 
the town square, that big tower where his friend, where your mutual friend was, but that was Vol's closest, like the closest thing he actually had to a friend since he had no family. So you see that happen, and then in front of you is a minotaur. Just sort of breathing heavily, has a battle axe, dripping wet with blood, their whole entire body covered in crimson. What do you do? In front of me? In front of you, and Jasper. Oh, jinkies. Um, and I can, I can act? You can act. Um, can I do, am I allowed to do two spells or can I only choose one? Um, how about we do this? How would you play it out in a story-based scenario? I'm trying to think, because like, if she thinks that that's attacking, she would protect herself and then try to mess with this creature. Um, so that's why I was like thinking about casting a protection spell and then trying to disrupt this minotaur. Um, so yeah, could I do both or would I have to choose? Um, how would you play it out? Like, what would a gate's natural instinct be? Her instincts would be so I'm on the ground, right? I'm in, I'm in, I'm not in the boat. Yeah, she would, um, she would dig her hands into the ground and pull up dirt and, and, um, sort of, uh, hold it above her head and, and then let, let it, let her hands open and let the dirt fall all over her and cast mage armor. So she lets the dirt fall on her and it sort of hardens over her skin. And then, um, she would scream as loud as she can to attract the attention of this creature and then, um, slam her feet into the ground uh, shooting a um, erupting earth over at the minotaur. Holy shit. Alright, so all that happens and Vol, you're suddenly snapped out of your reality. You look back, you see this happening and then the last thing before both of you snap out is a figure sort of looks like maybe a bird with this really, really bright coloration, kind of sort of like Kree, but not really. Sort of swoop in, grab you, and then there's a sudden huge explosion. All of you are blown back, and you're back to reality. How are the others looking? Huh? How is everyone looking right now? Like. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are very, okay. very stressed and everything. So, basically, with each and every time that you guys went into that unconscious state, the last person that went in was also in the next one. So, by the time the last one happened, all four of you were in the same dream state. Sure. That's got to be kind of shattering. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, Zol would turn to all of you, and he would, like, step back inside and like gently close the door for a moment. I believe, for now, we should accept them as people who truly wish to help us. But something is odd. It's odd that we do not remember. It is odd that these events seem to have conspired against us. We should be careful. Agreed? Zol, they're only doing this because they want something out of us. It's just. They're trying to backstab us or something. Just, just get off this boat. As the whiskers kind of like 
stops and is just like, don't be so quick to judge. Well, we just want I to- learned from experience that only people are nice to you for what they what they want out of you, either to take your food or your life and take everything that you got and just run. Where are we even going? That's what I want to know. As he, as Phil Whiskers kind of just looks out the window again, just to see that he sees the sea. <laughs> Actually, yeah. roll me a perception check. Ooh, it has okay. Been maybe about an hour and a half since these events. Oh, gone. that's nice. That's a twenty-one. All right, so you see a portside town, not the one you were initially from, one that you have not seen before. And then. Phil Whiskers is just going to... Guys, I, I see land in the distance. I think this that's where we're going. Um, I look out the window. Yep, so you basically see a portside town. And yeah, because then... I, would, I would be pointing it out. So. so pretty much the layout of the ship, you have the mess hall in front, and then around the stables area, you have staircase, a staircase that can lead up from the hold up to the deck if you guys want to actually go on the deck as well. Nice. Yeah, Fiddle Whiskers, upon seeing outside the window, seeing land on the horizon, I guess, uh, he'd start making his way up to the deck to kind of get a better view. I'll go with. Okay, anyone else going with? Yeah, I'll go. I'm just going to the mess hall to go get some food. Smart. Alright, cool. <laughs> so we have officially split the party. Yes. Hopefully not in a bad way. So I'm going to go with uh, A-team is deck crew, B-team is mess crew. Okay. So A-team, so basically you guys go up, you feel the, with every time the water goes down, you feel a fresh spray come up, smell fresh air finally in your nose after breathing in musk and whatever the heck is in the stables. (laughs) We don't want to (laughs) know. It's poop. It's very Except much poop. poop. Just poop. It's, it's very Just much poop. poop. It's very hey and much poop. poop. <laughs> it, it is. It is very much poop. That's um, how it be sometimes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> with that. So behind the town, you see this massive tree. So do you guys know Sword Art Online? Yes. AKA Kirito, my Halloween costume. I watched one season years ago, and I think I slept through the middle part of it, so, um, so I, I vaguely know it. There's this, um, there's first arc and second arc, and then I think there's right. a third, but in the second arc, they're in a, slight spoilers, it's like another game, but they're not trapped this time. Oh, uh, yeah. when they're in Alfheim, yeah. that's right. And then there's this massive oh, tree. Oh, I'm looking of, at it now. Like somewhat behind the thing, and you could see yeah. like little flickers of light. Like it's dusk now, so you hear little flickers of lights. There are some dogs barking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's kind of like ribbons that grow into a tree that's like above the clouds. Yeah, yeah, sort of like that. Cool, cool. Yeah, so that's what you guys see. And then you guys are heading into port. You're about 10 minutes out, and you should be there very shortly. You don't have to worry about any seekers or anything. You guys are perfectly fine. Okay. Okay. Perfect. 
right. <clears throat> then um, is the captain on board? The, uh, the captain uh, is currently at the helm right now. Perfect. Um, I'll walk up and uh, what do they look like? All right, so they are a female dragonborn, awesome. sort of short and stocky and everything. Scar <laughs> over the right eye. Cool. On their coat, on the right side, you see slight stained crimson everything. Hello, can help you. Yes, Captain. To where are we headed? We're heading to Atixis, a sort of refuge town, if you will. For others that have befallen this giant silver dragon. You saw the dragon? In my memories, yes. In my dreams. And Phil Whiskers walking up is just like... I don't know how I got this, but I'm assuming it's part of the dragon, and pulls out the scale. So you look at the scale, they swat it out of your hand. What do you think you're doing with that? I... I... don't know, that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's how they control you. What? What? That has the ability to take over your mind. Phil Whiskers is just kind of like looking at it and is just like so that's what that was were you a thrall of this creature I would say rounding up um I go to the 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 you grab an apple and head up I guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> no nah, he grabs an orange gotta prevent scurvy <clears throat> they actually ran out there you go. oranges a day ago Damn it! Right. They're going to refill. No. They all got scurvy. <laughs> I'm just the. I'm just. Uh, oh, hi, Captain. Um, hello. You came in at a very inopportune time. I just wanted my food. Well, I Everyone's see there. you have an apple in your hand, but now we are in part of a very important lecture between Captain and crew. So, if you would just please. They don't know that you're with the rest of the group. Right. Um, Phil Whiskers is gonna, like, take the scale and, like, find something so he's not actually physically touching it and kind of, like, stuff it in, like, a... kind of like a bag type thing that he can kind of wear around his waist so he doesn't have to come in physical contact with the scale. Oh my god, I was about to do something, but that was so smart. No. I was about to pull when they were on. No, this was after. No, this is when they were on Uncle Dobos' ship. Oh, and right. That was about to happen, but. <laughs> smart. Oh, I have an idea about that. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. I still need to get, to get my hands on that scale. But yeah, so yeah. Phil Whiskers now has the scale just kind of like in one of his little travel pouches just separated from the rest of his um separated from the rest of his general supply and stuff like that just hanging on his belt. Right, so you so don't like reach it and accidentally grab it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, my Saint Draconic <clears throat> so that way the captain hears me. I'm with them. Does anyone yes. street speak Draconic? Uh, that's a good question. Nope, just common and elvish. Notes. Backstory. Where is that? Oh, backstory. It's always so hard to find in D&D. No, I only speak uh, undercommon, deep speech, and gnomish. 
<laughs> very weird, very weird neat niche speeches, but uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I grew up underground, you know. Fair. Yeah, I, I came up with the idea for being blind sort of based on like underground creatures who are blind. Sure. Like, mm -hmm, yeah, sure. like mole, moles and things. Yeah. I do not know where this is on in d, &D. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's Oh, um, I see it. Yeah, it's like the bottom left of your, yeah, it's yeah. proficiencies and languages. Uh, common, primordial, and then because I'm a Morlock, I can do telepathy, but that's it. I don't speak, uh, and then Draconic. Okay. Um, Chirisvan's back. She just nods. She nods <laughs> in Draconic. Right. <laughs> she nods <laughs> in Draconic. Nods in Draconic. None A of us understand the nod. Her forehead. She nods and then it goes right. I love this fantasy world. We speak Draconic. We nod. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Alright, so I guess we got, we got it. Well, so what are our plans when there's... I guess I'll turn the others. We should remain together. Until we know what has happened. Agreed. I'm good. <laughs> Listen. It tell me the perks of following you, and then maybe this chick will follow you. The perks of following me is that I have an idea of how we can find out what has happened and find out how to get revenge. What is your idea? That doesn't interest me, though, but um, do I make money out of this? Sure. Lots and lots of money. Give me a figure. More than your weight in gold. And this world uses gold standard. <laughs> More than my weight? Hmm. I'm in. <laughs> Let's get off this boat and get somewhere quiet. I have an idea. Phil Whiskers is totally in. He's just like, I'm, I'm down. I, I just want to figure out what happened. As I'm walking past the captain, I go to pickpocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're one of these characters. All right, roll me a sleight of hand. Fifteen plus five, twenty. You pull out a pocket watch attached to a cord. Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, before you know it, there's a hand on your throat. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. <laughs> releases your hand. Jester's back for the pocket watch. Whew. And what's it in her pocket? Sorry. Sorry? I was just seeing what was attached to the cord. That was in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious, you know. Fiddle Whiskers just looks at him and is just like, You know how cats have nine lives? Yeah. And how chaos kills cats? You're going to end up doing that to the wrong person, and it's going to get you in a lot of trouble. They point for you guys to go towards the starboard side, because that's where the docking in Draconic. Sure. Wait, they point in Draconic? <laughs> They point in Draconic and then they comment. Po they no point in Draconic and we're like, what? In common? Oh. oh. Yeah. I've seen that point before. <laughs> All right. Just a little pause. Hello, everyone who's still watching and everything. We're doing a stream for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I have the number on screen for you guys if you do happen to need the call. 
there's someone on the other line willing to listen to you 24-7 and everything. Everything is completely confidential. All donations, you can go directly to the bottom in the info screen. In the info panel below, you can click directly on the banner. Brings you to Tiltify, and you can donate directly to the organization. We don't get a single cent. Everything we make tonight goes straight to them. And I'm back to the show. Awesome. All right, so we gather at the gangplank, I assume, and walk off the boat. Yep, you guys walk down into this portside town. You see a bunch of random creatures and everything. Some that you've seen, some that you haven't even heard of. There's a random loxodon walking down the street. Yeah. Maybe the ground vibrate slightly as you walk. I, I just imagine, just like, <clears throat> and like when they step, we just kind of like bounce up. <laughs> Hello, travelers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Loxodon. <laughs> is there like is like a like a quiet back alley? Um, there are several back alleys. Roll me a That's D6. D6, okay. Yep. Let me get six. All right, you go to back alley number six. All right, I'm looking for like a puddle or a rain barrel or something of the like. Um, you just see a puddle and everything, and then when you Perfect. get to the alley, there's uh, there's street signs, but instead of on the things, <laughs> they're on the walls, so it says alley six. And it's like Allie, back, it's back street basically. Alley number six. Perfect. Alright, then I will turn to uh I believe it's Fiddlewhiskers who has the scale, right? Yes. Okay. Fiddlewhiskers, may I see that scale? Fiddlewhiskers just like very carefully hands him the uh the sack that has the uh scale in it. I reach in, I gently cup underneath where the uh, fabric is wrapping it so I don't okay. touch it. I expose it so I can see it. And with my other hand, I hover over the puddle. My eyes roll back and kind of crackle with like this black energy. And I summon one of, one of the tentacles of the deep that are connected to my patron. Okay, so it just erupts yeah. up out of the water. Yeah, so there's like big tentacle kind of waving in front of me. I gently caress it with one hand. I lean forward and press my forehead against it. I whisper the Deep One's name, ask for his guidance, and then slam the scale into the tentacles so that they're both held together. All right, so it just slurps into the certain cups on the tentacle and everything. And then roll me a d20, just a straight 20. All right. <laughs> Natural 20. Yes. So, you see the scale in front of you, then slams down to the puddle. <coughs> you see this sort of Imagine Dima-esque vapor sort of pull up from the puddle. Yeah. And everything, you see this dragon sort of flying through the city and everything, sort of perching on top of the tower, giving a loud roar. You can see your boat that left and everything. Then if you look back at the boat right now, you see that one of the tail, the uh, sails is slightly singed and everything. Yeah. And then you look at the image again, and you see that same exact thing. So it wasn't really that far off. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And I whisper, like, what can we do, oh great one? How can we get revenge, oh deep one? If a tentacle could shrug, it shrugs. <laughs> if a tentacle could shrug. I, I can already picture the tentacle shrugging. It just kind of like makes itself look like a J. 
<laughs> and and yeah. just like lifts up a little bit. Yep, and then the scale sort of sits in this puddle as it sort of snakes up down into the puddle, and they yeah. just see the sizzle as this once the scale hits the water, the water yeah. freezes. But not normally. Okay. Can I get all of you to roll Arcana? Ah. Interesting. That would be that's a what, two. That's what I'm really good at, I say, as I probably will not roll. But I got a seven. You see a really pretty puddle. I got a 17. Okay. Nice. Um, what did you give it? I got a three. <laughs> so, the three of you see... Oh, you, got one, you, one, you got natural wonders? Yes. Roll me <laughs> a... a actually... Two. Vince, high or low? D30. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> high. Okay, here we go. Oh, no. 29. <sighs> so, your face... So you fall face down, but you're three inches away from the puddle. I go to grab the put my hand in the puddle. You put your hand in the puddle? Yes. Roll me constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, with disadvantage. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's not good. 17 plus 3, so 20. As your lowest? Yeah. What's my highest would have been 22. You see him freeze. Vince has weighted dice. So you see Drezzle sort of slightly freeze for a moment, and then they unfreeze. As Ooh. they froze, you sort of saw this dragon, sort of the scales form over them. You saw his eyes slightly roll back and then go back to normal as wow. he went back. All right. I'm gonna have uh, I'm doing that again. I'm gonna have that tentacle kind of push that like push them up and out of the of the puddle so that they're safe and then I'll dismiss it and I'll pick the gently pick the scale up so I'm not touching it, fold the fabric over, place it back into Fiddle Whiskers bag. Alright, good. So at least you said that you had the fabric in hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not messing with this thing. We are not touching that. It's not no. the ISO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go and touch we, we that again. We learned what happens when we touch it. Yeah, don't touch <laughs> right, the ISO. I have a question as a group. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. D one hundred and thirty. What? What? And thirty. What? Okay. Okay. High or low as a group? I always go high. I always go low. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. Let's well, That's a vote for high. A vote. For Oh. It's because we go. It's because we play together all the time. Exactly. Um, I I think I'm gonna go with high on this one. Okay. Two for Thank high, you. one for low, three for high. Okay. All right, all right. So you guys have to get a 65. at least a sixty-five. Yep. Totally gonna be low now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I can't wait till it's low. And right, I feel Chad, really good. Are you ready for this? This might yep. end very badly for this group. Give it like a three. What about the one person that said low? Do they get a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> nope. This is a group check. <laughs> Some math is going on. Yes, I was about to say, did my audio freeze and I'm going to be left forever <laughs> not knowing nope, what the... I'm doing some math. And yep. we're going to oh, stop no. right... No, we're not going to stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, campaign's over, guys. Great great job. Yeah, good job, guys. Yeah, we're done. 102. No! Yes. Damn! Oh, that is high with a bullet. <laughs> 
I'm gonna keep using this D30 tonight. This is a lot of fun, guys. <laughs> yeah, totally. You I don't get, get too many opportunities to use it. I should get a D24, guys. Uh -oh. Well, you should. If you're gonna have the God of Luck around, absolutely. Well, I do technically have the uh, God's Fall Worldbug now available on Drive RPG. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> shameless plug, shameless plug. <laughs> it's really, really fun to look through. Yeah, thank you. And he's not just saying that because you're in the call. <laughs> Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I, I did trash my first two complete designs for that book, so I'm real happy people you know, like the one that I was done with. If you guys like this, mine was in the trunk of my car for two months. Is that oh, yeah. is that evened it out, around? Yes, it gave you much luck while you were driving. You're good to go. Yeah, exactly. I literally was like cleaning up my car. I was like, "There's my God's Fall book. I actually need that." All right. So here's what happens. You ready? Yeah. So you see silver start to accumulate in the air and then dissipate. You guys got very, very lucky. That's interesting. Phil Whiskers is just kind of looking around just like, what is going on? And then you see a slight glow from the bag. Like the whole bag is glowing. Yeah, he, he Phil Whiskers just like lifts up the bag that's the, that the scale is in so that everyone can see. So I say we burn How it. are you holding on to this bag? I, I am. It's one of those drawstring bags, kind of like how I have um, my dice. So I'm like holding it by the drawstrings. By the drawstring. Yes, I'm not holding the physical bag. I am holding the drawstrings and like holding it up by the drawstrings. Awesome. Roll me a strength check. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? Strength check, sir. Oh no. What'd you roll? Natural wonders. Natural one. <laughs> okay, so Jinkies. all of a sudden this Zoinks. bag starts to neom. Up am, am I just sky. holding on? Am I just holding on and just like <laughs> along for the ride at this point? Um, can I try and grab it with the tentacle? Yes, you can. But okay, as well as this is going on, roll me yeah. a. I'm gonna say D130 again. No. So don't tell me your number yet, Rum. Higher low, guys. Low. You're rolling another D100? 130. D130. Oh. Uh, low. Low. I, I'm going to have to go with the group on this one. Low. Okay. Just law of averages. Low, I'll go with them. But, but what am I rolling? I'm sorry. Um, strength check. Got you. Okay. <laughs> By law of averages, this should be low. <gasps> okay. Okay, okay, it was really good. It was really good. It was a natural 20. Hey. <laughs> it was a natural 20 plus so 3. That. So that's 23. Awesome. Rolling, so, those dice are rolling a lot better than last time when you DM'd and you could they not roll, roll at all. When I'm a DM, they roll poorly. When I'm a player, they roll well. So I think they're just anti-DM dice. I think that's what this is. So what I'm hearing is you need to get yourself another new set of dice for DM. That's 100% true. All right, oh, so. I have a separate dice for DMing and flying there's Normally, this moment sorry that's right there's this moment where you sort of snap your hand up quickly grab him pull him down and a strong string bag just neoms into the sky <laughs> and then you just hear someone in the background screaming neom neom <laughs> <laughs> alright so I am no longer holding on to the bag what bag it, and 
and it has flown the coop. It has numed the coop. Okay. And I now have a tentacle holding me, and I'm just like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> I'll so gently you lower you to the ground. And, and I'll just be like, thanks. So, <laughs> the last thing that you guys see is this silver start to emanate, sort of form into like funnel clouds and everything. And uh -oh. out from that comes a trio of gargantuan ancient silver dragons. Oh. Uh, oh, fucking no. what? Let me just take a look at my stats here. Yeah. <laughs> ah, hmm. oh, my 38 HP is gonna My 38 HP. So. My 40 HP is gonna go, um, and my buttocks, as Drizzle <laughs> would say, my pretty little ass is out of here! Yeah. Well, at least the stream is mature. Right. Yep. Fiddle, Whiskers just, Fiddle Whiskers just looks up, sees three ancient silver dragons, and curls into a ball. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Before I yoink out of there, I'm going to grab um, Fiddle Whiskers and just go yoink. So, Wait, what? <laughs> I'm going to pause you right there, and Vol, as you're looking up, you lock yeah. eyes with this dragon in the middle, and you know that's the one that nommed your friend. Oh. <gasps> Flies right towards you, mouth open wide, and we're gonna stop. Witch right bolt! There.